The Accounting Influencers Podcast. Cutting through the crap to bring you the very best interviews, insights and wisdom. From the planet's most influential people in the accounting and fintech world. The Accounting Influencers Podcast. And a big shout out to one of our special podcast partners, Dex.com. They wear receipt bank. They've been through a great rebound. There's a lot of great stuff going on there, Martin, isn't there, at Dex? You know what, Rob? I always speak to accounting firms about having a strong, uh, clearly articulated value proposition really early on in their messaging. You know, as soon as you see that firm, it tells you something. When I go to Dex.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, it says right in front of me, we make accountants and bookkeepers and the businesses you advise more productive, profitable and powerful with better data and insights. Those three alliterative P's there, productive, profitable, and powerful. What a great, clear value proposition. So, as accounting practitioners listening to this, if you're looking to make your firm more productive, profitable, and powerful, not just for you, but for the businesses you advise, go to dext.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, and start a free trial or book a demo. Love that. Dex gives you more time and better data to advise on your clients' businesses. So your accountants get over to Dex.com. Thank you. Here at the Accounting Influencers Podcast, we help accounting practitioners to do their job better. These are tough times for the business owners that you serve and for you and your firm. We get a big sense of overwhelm, overload, a lot to think about, a lot to do. And we have this very practical session on a Thursday, which tells you what works in your world. And we talk to a lot of accountants, don't we, Martin? And so we take this advice that we're passing on here from real life experience. Yeah, and this is from the sharp end, uh, from the cold face, from the bunker, call it what you will. And we're looking at client satisfaction surveys today because over the years, it's quiet at the moment, but over the years, there's been an awful lot of advice to accountants saying, have a client satisfaction survey, have a net promoter score. There's a lot of advice to accountants generally, Martin. There's no wonder they're overwhelmed. There's so many experts out there claiming they've got the silver bullet. And very few of them are actual experts as well. But that's another one for another day. <laughs> Let's see how, what works in hiring a consultant and coach recently for that one. But client satisfaction surveys have irked me for many, many years. Because what happens is, is that you carry out a client satisfaction survey. Typically, you don't send it to every single client. And even if you do, you don't get it back every single client. So typically, you get it back from those who are most favorably disposed towards you. And when you get it back from those who are most favorably disposed towards you, they say that they're ecstatic with the service, that they would never possibly think of leaving. Everything's brilliant. You're amazing. All is well in Zion. And as a result of that, what's that other than a vanity exercise for the practice? What have you learned from that? So most client satisfaction surveys are vanity exercises. 95% of our clients are ecstatic with our service. But what else were they going to say? Were they going to return a survey that said, I cannot wait to leave this firm. In fact, I'm speaking to another one right now. It's never going to happen. So I don't understand, A, the desire to have client satisfaction surveys, and B, what you learn from doing one. So on that basis, here's what works. And it's called CAD, Client a Day, a very, very simple program which is as it sounds. We would ask somebody in your team to call, guess what? A client a day with no script and nothing but the following on screen with simply a warm tone and engaging manner and say, hi, Martin, how are you doing? Uh, I'm all right. 
I'm fine, thanks very much. Sure, to what do I owe the pleasure? Just calling to see how everything is. From time to time, we like to check in with businesses, especially if we don't hear from you through the year normally, just see how the business is doing, see what challenges you're up against, what opportunities or victories you might be celebrating and celebrate them with you. This is purely a check-in, temperature check, seeing how you are. I love that. And it's off the clock, isn't it, Martin? We're not asking for anything. We're not selling anything. We're not charging anything. You're not going to get an invoice for talking to us. We actually care about you. Imagine that. (laughs) We actually want to know how you are. We actually care if things are tough. We actually care if things are good. And this we make time for. And honestly, we care if things are not going well, too, because we want to put them right. Yeah, we'll help you. Absolutely right. When you do something as gentle and yet as genuine as that, you tend to find that the client opens up and goes, oh, oh, okay. Get over their initial shock. And then say, well, now you come to mention it and start telling you exactly what's going on, whether it's a positive or a negative or the treading water and they're going nowhere right now. But no matter where that conversation goes, you've got yourself an opportunity. If they are doing well and they've just had a victory, Fantastic. We celebrate it with them. We show them that we care. We even perhaps might go for a client testimonial or case study out of that. If they are treading water, we analyze, we investigate. Why is that? What's going on? How can we support you? And if they're not doing well, we go straight to the, how can we support you? Oh, really? Okay. Is there anything we can do to support you there? So no matter what their answer is, there is an opportunity in real terms for the practice, even though you didn't go out with that intention. So you do well by doing what's right. And this client a day, which will take you a massive 20 minutes a day or someone in your firm, a massive 20 minutes a day, will yield for you the people who are thinking of leaving, the people who think you're too expensive, the people who want to buy more from you, the people who are prepared to give you referrals, the people who are prepared to give you client stories. It's an absolute treasure chest. And guess what? Very few firms do it. We identify the vulnerables, don't we? We're reaching out to the unreachable in a proactive way. That's the first thing I love about it. You're not waiting for them to come to you and say they're either leaving or they want more. You're also uncovering what I call the four Ps, the pain and the problems and the projects and the plans. You find out those, you can speak into all kinds of situations. And one of the questions I love to ask on these client survey conversations, Martin, is to say, what's the biggest thing you're working on right now? And they'll tell you what's current. They'll tell you what the priorities are. They'll tell you what they're excited about or what they're really struggling with, with that question. But you're reaching out to them first. The pastor of our church sometimes says, I'd love some feedback on my sermon. But really what he wants to hear is, I'd love you to tell me that my sermon was terrific. that I did a really great job and tell me how great I am because he doesn't want a critique. He wants a feedback. But in these situations with accounting practitioners, this is stuff they need to know. Yeah, the pastor wants an ego stroke, and that's human nature. You know, how often do you receive, you know, in the days of feedback forms, how often do you receive nine wonderful feedback forms and and have your day ruined by the 10th one that didn't like you, even though nine were positive? If we're particularly switched on, when these conversations develop, and if you've given this project to somebody who knows what they're doing, then they will say, okay, well, would it help for you to have a conversation with our tax partner about that? Would it help for you to have a conversation with Martin about that? Do you want to talk to Rob about that? Do you want to talk to Diane about that? No charge. No charge. Come and see us if you want. We'll come and see you. It doesn't really matter. You know, shall I put that in the diary now? When are you, when are you free? I have, uh, I've got Diane's availability right now in front of me. I can see it on screen. How's next Wednesday? And straight away, you capitalize on an opportunity to either stop a client from leaving, to resolve a fee dispute, to create a new opportunity, to create a new referral, to create a new piece of marketing collateral. And the cost of this is zilch, apart from whatever you're paying for a phone call. 
So what a great use of chargeable time just by calling one client a day. If you can do more than that, great. And the rule of thumb is, can you get around your entire client base, at least the A's and B's, can you get around those once every six months? So you're talking to them twice a year outside of the normal year-end reviews or other inquiries, you know, ad hoc conversations that you may have. Twice a year, you're touching base and taking their temperature, the temperature of them and their business, not just how the business is doing, but what their attitude towards your firm is. And guess what? Those who run clients a day programs like this so have an even less issue or even smaller issue, I should say, with retaining clients than a normal firm does. You retain generally, they have an even less issue with uh, a lesser issue, sorry, with, with retaining, but create tremendous cross-selling and upselling opportunities. That's amazing. And this doesn't have to be a client that you own. Let's say you send this to some of your team to phone up some of your clients, or you even pass it down to some of your reception staff. We had Moneypenny on Louise Wilson uh, on the show recently. That episode is going to be coming out very soon. They do front of house overflow conversations for accounting firms for those inbound inquiries when you haven't got enough people on the front desk. But you can pass this down. And when they raise these inquiries with that friendly tone that Martin's talking about and you elicit some kind of response, you don't have to have all the technical answers, but you've got access to people's diaries. And you could say, hey, I'm sure Martin, your advisor, has got a couple of ideas on this. Why don't I fix up a chat with him and he can give you a call about it? And that opens the door. There's an old-fashioned phrase called bedside manner. Yes. It means someone who's really good with people, someone who can put you at your ease, someone who makes you feel comforted and cared for. And that's who should carry out these calls. They don't have to be a tax expert. They don't even have to be an accountant. They do have to know the client. They do have to know the practice. They do have to be intelligent. You don't want to put a junior on this job, but you do want someone who can create a relationship of trust, a warmth, uh, a resonance with your client, and then when an opportunity presents itself for whatever that might be, to direct it to the appropriate person. And all of a sudden you have yourself a referral machine, a retention machine, and all kinds of other things by simply calling a client a day. So ultimately what works, Martin, with client satisfaction surveys is to scrap them all together and change them into CAD, which is, as a reminder, Client today, the best thing to do with client satisfaction surveys is not good. That is his words. And thank you to our special sponsors, iris.co.uk. Martin, you saw a great video just recently from Iris, didn't you? Yeah, what I think people don't understand about Iris is they were ahead of the game for MTD phase one because they were the first software vendor to be listed as approved by the HMRC for MTD filing. And guess what? They're fully prepared for the next. So they've got an MTD webinar on demand that you can catch up with at any time. Rob, where do they go to to see this? It's iris.co.uk forward slash MTD webinar. That stands for making tax digital for our international listeners. And there's some great stuff there that you need to know to guide you through the whole making tax digital initiative. So iris.co.uk forward slash MTD webinar. Right, Martin? That's right. So wherever you are in your journey, Iris know that they have the knowledge and tools to help you in the next steps. That's iris.co.uk forward slash MTD webinar.